Welcome to the HD CEO Psyche Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Brianna Eve. This is the show for the sacred rebel entrepreneurs who are ready to experience power, purpose, and prosperity in business their way. I am a leading human design business expert trained by the official schools and certified Gene Keys mentor studying with Richard Rudd. This is a no bullshit podcast bringing you alignment and ass kickery to help you embody your design, rewire your beliefs, and scale your soul-led business in a way that simplifies making money online. Now, fair warning, I am a fan of the cursey words, so if that is not your jam, this is likely not the place for you. If it is, welcome to the family, and I can't wait to get to know you. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm so honored and excited to have you here. The first thing I have to share, such exciting news. I just submitted a course proposal on Insight Timer. I am a teacher over there. I can't wait to hear back. So fingers crossed, hold the vibe, my friends, that my course proposal is approved. And then you guys will get a course, full-blown course. I have it planned for... 11 days, I believe is the final number I proposed. So there's lots of goodies coming up over there. And doors are now closed for Business by Human Design. However, the plan is to relaunch in January. So I will be starting that wait list shortly so you can get on the wait list for Business by Human Design launching in January. We are creating the course together right now within the amazing, absolutely incredible dream tribe that has shown up for the first launch of Business by Human Design. We have 14 modules breaking down human design itself. And then I added above and beyond that, we're going to be diving into strategy. Plus they receive my audio course receive (laughs) and synergy and magnetism all included in that. I will be putting receive up separately, but not yet. (laughs) It is not available yet, but that will be available separately on my website and more exciting news. I feel like there's so much going on lately. I just could not wait to get on here and share it with you guys. For those that have been reaching out, I've had a lot of people reach out to me that weren't necessarily looking for business coaching. So what I have done is I offer my star seed and inner goddess one-off calls. It's essentially a foundation call on what your star seed markings are in your body graph. I'm a certified astrologer, have been for a very long time. And I was offering those as a one-off call, going over your goddess markings, your star seed markings, your lineage, any magic, medicine, destiny that's in your stars. <laughs> What I have done is also open this up to offer a 33 day intensive, one-on-one intensive, you and me, you and me, activating your soul codes, unleashing your gifts, and it's a deep dive into your soul and your unique codes that you are meant to unleash. In a world where marketing has run away with this idea of calibration to other coaches or mentors, or other people's way of doing things. This is about unleashing your unique genius, really activating and becoming in touch with the medicine that is in your veins, in your soul, in your bones that you've carried with you for lifetimes. And this is a really special offering. It's 
33 days. There's one-on-one -on -one calls. You get the Starseed DNA and Inner Goddess activation call to kick it off, which is an hour plus three more half hour calls. And what we're going to really dive into is your, like I said, your soul codes, upgrading your light body, anchoring in your medicine, your gifts that are meant to serve humanity, especially in this moment of evolution. We are in an evolutionary leap as we're moving towards 2027. So that was created. I'm booked right now already <laughs> as of July 24th. The next opening I have for that would be mid-August. So if that calls for you, please head over to my website, ashleybriannaeve.com, fill out an application, and we can get you set for a mid-August start time. All right, without further ado, let's jump into this episode. I am really fired up about this, but I may be a little bit more subdued because my sweet puppy, Julia, is still recovering from a very serious bout of aspiration pneumonia and she's napping in the next room. And if I start getting really worked up, <laughs> if I start getting loud, she's going to get worked up and she'll wake up. And it's really important that she naps right now. All right, my friends, we need to have a chat. This is going to be alignment and ass kickery today. <laughs> this is going to be heavy on the ass kickery. So, you know, buckle up, pull up the big girl panties <laughs> because this needs to be heard. And I've worked with thousands of men and women in human design by now in courses, through one-on-one, -on -one, through foundation calls, in all the various ways that I've created ways to work together in the last year and a half now, just over a year and a half, I guess, since it's already July. And this is something that keeps powerful creators, legacy leaders, thought leaders, really keeps them one stuck with money. I don't even like that word to say stuck with money because mm, it's not that you're stuck. You're just creating resistance, but that is a word so many people use stuck in their business or on this hamster wheel on their business where they feel as though no matter what kind of content they're putting out, no matter how much they show up, no matter how consistent they are, things still aren't flowing how they know they're meant to. And if you are here, you know you're made for more. You are made for something incredible on this earth. You are here to lead the evolution. You are here to lead a revolution, not just evolution, but revolution, and really truly bring through something that no one has seen before. In the online space, I often hear that, and this is a little bit off track, that manifestors are the ones that are meant to bring through something that no one has seen before, which everyone is. <laughs> The reality is if you are creating from the known world, you are creating from your ego and you're creating based on what you already know to be true. And you can only know something and be true based on your past. So no one in my world is meant to be creating more of the same. You are meant to bring through something incredibly special. Even how I bring through human design, it is the true human design. I do not change my human design information. It is from raw but there's a very mystical aspect of myself. There's that Oracle, the sorceress energy within me, the mystic energy within me, and you can't separate the two. There's also the astrologer, of course, and <laughs> the me that went to school for psychology and was a counselor for many years. So there's many aspects of me that you can't separate from human design. So therefore, even though what I am known for, what the foundation 
of my business is, which is human design and gene keys, even though that is a system that's already been created, what I bring through in the full expression of me has never been seen before and will never be seen again. And what you are meant to bring through has never been seen before and will never be seen again because you came with a unique genetic code with unique soul codes and a unique energetic blueprint that allows you to bring through something that no one else ever has and no one else can bring through. So no matter your design, it's really important for us to understand that one design is not better than the other and one design is not better at creating something no one has seen before than others. Everyone that is a powerful creator, which is you, is meant to be creating from the unknown. All right, now we've got that out of the way. One aspect that I'm seeing so often in the online space lately is identifying with the not self. And I have seen this over my whole career so far coaching human design, yet I'm going to be completely transparent. I don't have a script. I fly by the seat of my pants. I'm honest with you guys and I say things as they come up. You know, I'm known for alignment and ass kickery. I'm known as being a little bit spicy, but it's information that you need to hear if you're going to shift. Me beating around the bush and me just petting your ego is not going to be what shifts you. So why this is so amplified for me, if I'm going to be completely transparent, like I said, is I work with legacy leaders, women that have been deep into the self-development world and men, beings who have done the law of attraction, who have done the manifestation game, who have worked with mentors and coaches and spent quite significant amounts of money on mentors and coaches as well. And I am shocked. I'm going to be honest. I am shocked at the severity of these legacy leaders still identifying with the not self world and still not making the shifts required to embody their true self. And I think that a big piece of this comes down to very often human design is sought out as a band-aid as an A plus B equals C. So if I do this plus this, then I'm going to have this and which is ego, by the way, that is your ego telling you if I learn my human design and I know this and this, then I'm going to have a six figure launch or then I'm going to be embodied in my design. And that's not the case. More information is not power. I know many people that have been studying human design for years and are still entrapped in the not self world are still shackled by the not self world because the information is not going from knowledge to power. The information is not going from knowledge to integration, knowledge to embodiment. And then the piece after that is self transcendence. We become very addicted in today's society with knowledge, which is very neck up. It's almost like taking a toothpaste roll and you, there's just a little bit left and you roll it all the way up to the top. That's how so many people live. And it is also because we get addicted to the aha moments in that knowledge. Ah, oh, yes, that's what it is. That's why I've been stuck. 
such an aha, such a breakthrough moment. On to the next. Give me my next hit, right? And we get addicted to that. Just the same way we can become addicted to the adrenaline rush, the dopamine hits of launches, for example, might not be serving your soul to launch as much as you do, but you do because you're addicted to it. We become addicted to emotions. We become addicted to feelings. And if you're attributing more knowledge to a certain emotion, you're going to continually seek out more knowledge without taking the time for integration, embodiment, and self-transcendence. And the reality is, it is the integration, the embodiment, and the self-transcendence where shifts happen and where shit happens. <laughs> it is the integration, the embodiment, and the self-transcendence that not only allows you to make those shifts necessary, but it is where, I hate to say it, the unsexy work takes place. Those moment-to-moment -moment shifts when you're recognizing the not-self, the kind of kicking your own ass and parenting yourself, the constantly consciously creating your own environment and future, the constant and consciously thinking greater than your environment. And that's not sexy. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> it's not sexy. It's, it is sexier and it is an ego trap to say, well, I will just learn more about my energetics and it'll fix all this shit. And it doesn't. Does it have the potential to? Oh, hell yes, it does. I attribute human design and gene keys, and of course, astrology. I always forget poor astrology, but it's my first love to everything I've been able to create, not because I coach it. And I think this is a misconception that a lot of people have about human design is, well, I'll, human design's popular, so I'll just coach human design. I love it, it shifted me, so I'll just coach it and I'll make boatloads of money. And that's not what it is. It's embodiment in your truth, speaking your truth and living out your personal destiny. Whew. All right. I have so much to say today, but I want to make sure I stay on track because I do have other things to do on a Saturday. Let's have to have a sip of coffee here. All right. So let's get into the mindset aspect. I mean, the ego wants to say it's this or that. And this is also another real issue in the online space is I see, I observe, six line, a lot of this or that. It's energy or it's mindset. Like, fuck the mindset, it's all energy. Or fuck the energy, it's all mindset. And the truth of the matter is, it is mind, body, soul. It is aligning all your energetic bodies, which we could even go further than that, and your emotional bodies, aligning all of your energetic bodies to create energetic coherence. Right? We talk so much about creating in the quantum, but no one's really mentioning that to actually access the quantum field, you must be coherent in your energy. If your open head center is off thinking about shit that doesn't matter, that's fragmentation in your energy. Fragmentation in your energy means I don't care how many journaling prompts you do, I don't care how much human design knowledge you learn, you are not accessing the quantum field because it is coherence, it is oneness, it is love. It is the highest expression of us all. And the more fragmented you are in your energetic bodies, you are actually more matter than wave. And the quantum field is waves, right? Matter is the third dimensional reality. The more you are identifying with the not self, and what I mean by that is say you learn something about the not self in, you, in human design and you go, oh my God, that's so me. So you hear that the open head center 
thinks about things that don't matter. And you're like, oh my God, it's so me. Right? I mean, we're all guilty of it. But the point that comes after that is, and how do I lead myself through this? And who am I now that I know this is incorrect use of my energy? And Ra used to laugh all the time about how people years later, he said even generators and manifesting generators, it's the simplest fucking design. And generators and manifesting generators 15 years later were coming to him with the exact same fucking problems. And it's because people are identifying with the not self. If your identity is, I am someone who always quits things. Generators, looking at you, manifesting generators. Well, guess what you're going to get more of? Quitting things, getting into things that are not in alignment with you and quitting things. If you have an undefined G center and your identity is, I am someone who doesn't know who I am. Therefore, I am always seeking it. You are going to live the not self world. If you have an undefined ego, not self and your identity, your core identity is I am someone who doesn't know my worth or I am someone who doesn't feel comfortable charging my worth. You will continue to live that experience over and over again because you cannot change your environment until you change your identity and you can do all the fancy things you want to your environment. You can take all the courses, you can put all the inspirational posts up, but if you are not changing your core identity, nothing will shift. And a very easy example of this, I think we get, Hey, I'm guilty of this. We can all relate to it. Uh, <laughs> is say your core identity you are operating on. And I just want to make a little bit of a note here. Very often people don't even realize what their identity is because how they word words or how they word those sentences, they don't actually realize it's an identity. So for example, say with the undefined ego, not self, if someone says, I just don't know what to charge, I don't know my worth, and they identify with that, they're not realizing that what you are actually saying at the root of that is I am someone who does not know my worth. That is an identity statement. So much of what we say and write it off is in fact identity statements. And then we say them and we live them and a lot of people kind of find it's funny that they're in the not self or find it funny that they're identifying with the not self and are not leading themselves powerfully in that moment of I recognize it, how do I lead myself through it? And it doesn't mean that one day you never have not self moments. It doesn't mean that one day you reach this end goal of such purity in your energy that you never get frustrated or angry or bitter or disappointed. But the point is, is that you identify it right away and you shift it right away, that you stay so present and anchored in the present moment that you're not thinking about shit that doesn't matter. All right, so let's bring this back to the example I was going to use about how you cannot write this down. You cannot change your environment until you change your identity. That will change your entire, that quote there will change your entire business, your entire life. So an easy example that I have that we've all, I'm very convinced that we can all relate to. So say you desire to get fit. Okay. So you're like set, you get your beach body membership or you sign up at the gym or you buy some dumbbells for your house or you're going to run, whatever it is, you're going to get fit. So you change your environment. 
you get that membership to Beachbody, you get the gym membership, you get the dumbbells, you buy some fancy new shoes online, you buy some fancy new workout outfits, you change your environment. You can even try to change your behaviors, right? So your behaviors could be, I am going to work out three days a week for 45 minutes. So those are new behaviors that you are introducing into your life. If your identity is still, I am someone who's lazy. I am someone who doesn't have the time to work out. I am someone who hates exercising. I am someone that hates sweating. I am someone that hates having to get up early to work out, whatever it is. If your identity under the surface is still those identities, you will not stick to the change in behaviors and change of environment because your identity, your core identity actually does not support them. However, if you recode your identity, and this is what I do if I'm falling off the fitness wagon and I get back into it. I used to be a competitive CrossFitter. I am a competitive equestrian still, uh, but I must admit that lately with Julia and all her medical issues, I have been on and off the fitness bandwagon. So what I do first before I bother with my behavior or environment is change the identity. And it doesn't mean that the behavior and the environment has to come like a month later, but every day I code in the new identity. I am someone who loves and respects my body, therefore treats it well. I am someone who sees my body as a divine vessel, therefore I treat it well. I am an athlete. I am athletic. I love the feeling of working out. And you get the point. Every day I code in that new identity so that the behavior and the environment stay. If we are applying this to business, if you are identifying with the not self, I'm not going through every center's not self here. We do that in business by human design. If you are identifying with the not self of your centers or even the not self of your profile or living through the openness of your definition. So if you're a split definition and you're living through the bridge of your split, this is what I go through in the coaching academy, the human design coaching academy. If that is how you are operating, it doesn't matter if you take a business course, for example, any shifts that you make in your behavior or your environment will not stick if you have not also shifted your identity. Any shifts you make in your energy will not stick if you have not shifted your core identity. Another example, you can have a foundation call in human design. I've seen this over and over where people immediately shift their whole life and business changes from one call and other people years later are exactly where they were when I met them on the foundation call. It's not because I delivered different information. It's because some people see that information, see the true self, see where those one degree shifts can be made and immediately ask themselves, how can I lead myself through this? How can I shift? And other people identify with the not self and therefore they get more of the not self and more resistance. Another example is you can launch a product, but if your core identity is you are not worthy of being paid for your soul work, if your core identity is the not self of the solar plexus, undefined solar plexus, 
and you are only creating products that are vanilla and won't trigger other people's emotional waves and it is not actually what you are passionate about, you are going to create resistance in your business. Now, the one thing I want to say is, do you have to be perfect? <laughs> no, you do not have to be perfect. It is an evolution. It's a pulling back of the layers. It's a de-rubbling. As you go, there's going to be more de-rubbling to do. There's no end goal. But the difference is, are you recognizing it and shifting it? Or are you identifying with the not self? And this really does come down to consciously creating our future, consciously creating our reality and thinking greater than our environment, thinking greater than what we currently see in the material world. Because what you see in the material world currently, what you see in the material world, when you look around the world you are in right now, when you look at your PayPal account right now, when you look at your programs right now and who's in your programs, what you are seeing currently in the material world is an artifact of your past. It is an artifact of your past, your past thoughts, your past identity, your past behaviors, your past everything. So therefore, to create something new, you must create from the unknown. You must think greater than your environment. What I always say to my one-on-one -on -one clients is God woke you up for a reason today. Whether you believe in God or not, source woke you up for a reason today. Your higher self woke you up for a reason today. You are here right now for a reason today. So did you wake up this morning and consciously create your future? Or did you wake up this morning and continue to live your life based on the past? And I often hear at this point, usually someone says, I know my thoughts create my reality. You don't need to tell me that. I already know that. And I already know that is one of the most dangerous things you can say because if you already knew it, you'd be applying it. If you actually, and this is what I always say to my clients, if you actually believed, actually believed, not just knew, there's a difference between knowing something and believing it in yourselves, right? There's a difference between knowing something as knowledge and integrating it and embodying it so it becomes true for you. So it's more than just knowledge. If you actually believed your thoughts created your future, and this is a question for you, I really want you to reflect on this, maybe even pause. If you actually believed your thoughts created your future, would you ever miss a day or let any thoughts slip by your awareness that you didn't want to experience? If you actually believed your thoughts created your future, would you continue to identify with the not self? I added a bonus workbook in module two for business by human design. And it's all about if you had no other choice. And while I walk them through that in the custom workbook for business by human design, you can also ask yourself, okay, so if I actually believed my thoughts created my future, how would I be acting then? And how would I be leading myself through my day and my behaviors? What would my new identity be? And then you can ask yourself, if I actually believed that it is possible for me to shift right now into the true use of my energy, how would I be acting? What would my identities be? What would be the one degree shifts I would be creating? And you can ask yourself, and I encourage you to be writing these down right now. So pause if you aren't, rewind if you aren't, and write these down. This is essentially a training right now. 
if I had no other choice but to consciously create my reality and live the embodiment of my energetic blueprint, how would I be leading myself right now? And allow your soul to speak from there. And I would love if you share on Instagram and tag me what comes up through that and from that. Because this is really powerful if you allow yourself to sit with this because the reality is I call bullshit if you tell me I know my thoughts create my reality but you are living through the not self. Well, actually, I believe that you know it, but (laughs) I don't believe that you believe it. I don't believe that you've embodied it. I don't believe that you've integrated it because you have not. And again, it's not that there is an end goal. I'm not perfect. No one's perfect. I'm sure Ra wasn't even perfect. No one is perfect, but it's consciously noticing and then shifting shifting out of the not self instead of being like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I identify with that next, (laughs) which is very often what happens. I was looking at some research again, my backgrounds in psychology. So psychology, the mind, you know, it very much is mind, body, soul with me. I'm obsessed with it all. I'm obsessed with all the energetic bodies. I'm obsessed with the cosmos and the quantum channeling aliens, dragons, it all, you know, I'm just as obsessed with the human experience and our manifestation on this life and in this plane as I am the mystical and magical. I am a paradox. So you think 60 to 70 thoughts per day is what research is currently showing. 60 to 70,000 thoughts per day. Many of those likely go through your subconscious mind and you aren't consciously aware of what you're thinking. 90% of them are the exact same thoughts you had the day before. So from there, knowing what we know about neuroscience, the same thoughts will create the same choices. The same choices create the same behaviors. The same behaviors will create the same experiences. And of course, the same experiences create the same emotions and the same emotions create the same thoughts. So you end up on this hamster wheel from hell day after day and The reality is this, you can hire all the mentors, you can take all the courses, but until you take radical self responsibility for your life, for your thoughts, for your choices, for your behaviors, for your environment, and think greater than what you currently see, because what you currently see is simply an artifact of the past, you will continue to be quote unquote stuck. The famous word, especially for generators and MGs. So when we boil down the psychology of all this, your personal reality, what you see, the reality you are currently consciously or unconsciously creating is based on your personality. Your personality will always create your reality. Your personality is always going to drive your choices, your thoughts, your behaviors, your experiences, your emotions. But we must consciously create a new personality We are so often, we even go back to our name. Do you identify with your name? Someone else gave you that name. Someone else likely told you what your personality is. Someone likely told you you were a perfectionist. You won't even know what it means to be a perfectionist unless someone told you. Someone likely told you when you were younger, you're stubborn. You won't even know the word stubborn has actually no meaning. 
nothing has meaning until we give it meaning, yet we take these random words and random meanings that people have bestowed upon us throughout our life, likely in our most formative years before seven, and we create our personality and our identity based on that. And then when you create your identity and your personality based on that, and you continue to live that, you continue to live through the not self, you continue to create more of what you actually don't want. And it all comes back to your identity and human design is not going to save you. It can give you the true self and the not self. And I can guide you through the expression of that energy and guide you back to your truth and guide you back to your identity and guide you back to your core and help you and mentor you into consciously creating your future from soul, not from ego. I do not support ego manifestation from soul. But at the end of the day, it is you that must do the work. To create a new personal reality, you have to notice your unconscious thoughts. I can pick up unconscious thoughts based on how someone speaks, what they type, how they describe themselves, but you must pick up your unconscious thoughts throughout the day and identify them and choose, consciously choose to behave, think, feel, and act in new ways. You must decide. This is what I was talking about in the last module, Business by Human Design. It's a decision. You decide what you want to bring into your future and what you don't. And this is the wisdom of the Undefined Spleenic Center. Let, letting go of that which no longer serves, which can be quote unquote personality traits, which can be identities, which can be directions in business, which can be people, it can be anything but letting go what no longer serves and consciously making a decision what you are bringing into your future with you. But most people are trying to create a new reality. So for example, in business, it could be, you know, a $40,000 a month or a six figure launch or signing their first client or creating their first product. Most people are trying to create a new reality with the exact same personality that created their current reality, right? I hope you guys are following me here. So most people are trying to create a new reality with the same personality that created the current reality they are, see they are seeing. And the current reality you are seeing is simply an artifact of the past. So therefore, if you are trying to create something different using the same personality, well, it's impossible. I always say to people, if we're looking at our current reality right now, which is an artifact of the past, if you are not consciously creating your future, if you are not consciously deciding your identity, how you behave, how you think, how you feel, how you act, and consciously creating that, I can predict your future for you. It's going to look the same as it looks now. Your bank account will look the same as it looks now. Your clients will look the same as it looks now. Your Where you are in business will look the same as it looks now because you cannot create a new reality with the same personality. And within that, very often we are identifying with a personality that is based off the not self, which isn't even us. And so therefore it is fragmentation in our energy. It is fragmentation in our energetic fields, our energetic bodies, which creates resistance and disqualifies us from operating within the quantum field because fragmented energy cannot become one with the quantum field. You must have energetic coherence in all your energy bodies to be able to work within the quantum field because you are simply becoming more particle than wave the more you operate from fragmented energy and the not self. 
So learning your human design will not do that work for you. Learning your human design does not lead to rewiring of your brain. That is a conscious effort that you must put in. And I get this all the time when clients, my one-on-one clients or new clients and programs will come to me with a block they're having, an obstacle they're hitting. And they're like, where is this in my design? And I'll say, it has nothing to do with your design. (laughs) It has to do with rewiring your brain. It has to do with rewiring your identity, with choosing consciously how you behave, what you think, how you feel, and how you act. And it is an experiment. And that experiment within your human design is an active process. You cannot sit there and sit on a training. And this is where a lot of people go wrong in human design. And I see it all the time. I've run coaching academies in human design. I've run many, many programs in human design. People just want to sit there and listen to you talk at them to just watch a recording or watch a live and have you talk at them so that they can take this knowledge and apparently apply it in their life. And it doesn't work like that. The experiment is an active process and those who are actively involved have the best results. Those who are actively involved in changing their identity, changing the way they behave, think, feel, and act are the ones that have the results. It is both and. It is both energy and mind and emotions and spirit. It's not one or the other. We can't just look at our energetic chart and gain knowledge and then expect a miracle to happen. It doesn't work like that because if you're trying to create a life within your true self, within your true use of your human design, but you're operating from the not self, it doesn't doesn't work. And the hardest part about change and why so many people give up and live a life of mediocrity when they're here to live a badass life, changing this world and leading a revolution is... The hardest part about change is not making the same choices as you did the day before. We are hardwired for efficiency, no matter your design. That is how the brain works. The brain could, it would not be able to function. We would go crazy if we consciously had to think about everything every single day. We wouldn't survive. So what ends up happening is so much is just autopilot within us so much. Our thoughts are autopilot. Our emotions are autopilot. I've worked with teachers that transition into their own business and they feel certain emotions at the same time every day as we're rewiring them and transitioning them into like one, allowing their nervous system to relax and stabilize their energetic bodies, but then also step into the full expression of self. As we go through that process, they're feeling the same emotions every single day because it's just autopilot from their time as a teacher, for example. So the hardest part of change is not making the same choices as you did the day before, because we are hardwired for the same. (laughs) We are hardwired for efficiency. So the best way we can predict our future then is to create it. And within that, knowing that what is in store for you is more big, more beautiful, more grand than anything the ego can come up with. So as we're creating it, we are opening up and staying open to receiving bigger, better, bolder, more abundance than anything we could even imagine. Being open and opening our energetic bodies and our energetic frequency to receiving inspiration, invitations, things to respond to and things to initiate us into our process in ways we would never expect, right? We don't want to become so fixated on the reality our ego has created. Because then, again, we become more particle than wave. 
we cannot create in the quantum field from there. And from that place, we put our blinders on and we close off the invitations, the inspiration, the things to respond to and anything to initiate us into our process based on your activations that day reflectors. We block everything out that doesn't fit that idea of what the future is. And the reality is that creation only happens in the unknown. Change, something new can only be birthed from the void, which is nothingness, blackness, the quantum. And it's very much the feminine of chaos as well, the void. So one tip I'm going to give you guys today, although I think there's like a lot of fucking tips that you guys got here. <laughs> this is a training in of itself. Holy moly. This is why, you know, when I come on with the podcast, you guys are getting like mini trainings here. There are mini trainings, which is also why I love when you guys share, recommend the podcast, tag me on Instagram, because you know, that energetic exchange between the two of us is I provide these trainings and you share, <laughs> you share it with someone. So a tip I can, I give my clients when they first start working with me and I'm going to give you today is thinking greater than your environment, starting to notice the unconscious, because as long as you are allowing the unconscious to stay unconscious, it's driving your life and you are calling it fate. You are calling it destiny when it's really just you identifying with the not self world and creating more of the not self world. So this tip is change shit around in your environment every single day. Stop doing things on autopilot and it's going to be hard and it's going to be uncomfortable and you might do it for a day or two and then you want to go back to your old patterns, which is exactly why so many people change their mindset, change their life, quote unquote, for one or two days. They go to a Tony Robbins, UPW, they change their life for two days. Everything's different. Everything's expanded. They're feeling different emotions. They're thinking different thoughts. They're creating new identities. They're acting in different ways. They're being silly and happy and jumping around. And Jesus, hell, when you get to Monday, you're exhausted and you're like, I can't fucking keep this up. Are you kidding me? And you go back to the old identity. You go back to the old ways of thinking. You go back to the old ways of behaving and acting. You go back to the old emotions and thoughts and behaviors because it takes work and it, it is mentally exhausting at times because your brain is not meant to constantly be um, pulling up from the subconscious what is there and consciously thinking about things. Like truly think about what is new that you think about in a day. Truly. How much do you actually use your brain power in a day? And I don't mean this to be disrespectful. And it's a reminder for myself as well. Very often we are just on autopilot, thinking the same thoughts, doing the same thing, acting in the same way, drinking from the same mug, sitting in the same spot, getting up on the same side of the bed, walking the dog in the same path driving the car to work in the same path. And it's the same of everything. We're basically zombies. Like the zombie apocalypse has landed. It is here already. We don't need to wait for walk the walking dead. We are the walking dead at this point. So instead of that, get up and start changing things. Change your routine, sleep on a different side of the bed, sleep with different pillows, drink from a different mug, make a different kind of coffee, eat a different breakfast, brush your teeth with the opposite hand, do whatever you can to start forcing yourself to be aware of what is on autopilot. And it seems silly how brushing your teeth with a different hand can start to bring up unconscious thoughts. But what we're doing is kicking your ass out of autopilot. And you would be shocked 
at what thoughts start to come up as well when you do this. And then within this, you're going to start noticing what thoughts are on autopilot. And yes, we can look at the body graph and see where it's coming up so we can shift it. But the body graph isn't going to help you shift it. You choose to shift it. It is a decision you make in your sovereignty and your power to shift it as a powerful creator. And within that, noticing the not self and shifting it immediately. No more of this fun and games. Ha ha. I'm in the not self. This is hilarious. And that I mean, I do mean as an ass kicking because it's not cute. It's not funny. You came here for big things. Stop shitting the bed. I'm not asking you to be perfect. Perfection is not required here, but effort to live and fight for the life you came here to live. That's required here. Energy to fight for what you desire in this world. And I don't mean from misalignment, but to say, I no longer choose to operate on autopilot. I no longer choose to operate in mediocrity. And I am going to do what it takes until it takes to live the life of my dreams. I am going to do what it takes until it takes to live my destiny. I am going to do what it takes until it takes to unleash my sacred mission and lead a revolution. That is what it takes. And this fear in the online space of like hard work or hustle or anything like that is creating complacency and it's creating mediocrity. It's the same kind of tone as everyone gets a ribbon. If you want change, it will take work. The hardest part about change is not making the same choices you made the day before. And that is hard and it is hard work. And you might shift the same shitty subconscious thoughts 50 times one day but keep going because it's worth it. I used to be on anxiety medication and depression medication. I used to really, really struggle with my mental health. There were dark times in my life with my mental health. And this is what changed everything for me. Yes, human design, but it wasn't the knowledge in human design that changed it. It was the embodiment of how I am meant to operate and use my energy. It was changing my identity from someone that has anxiety to someone that was embodied in her energetic frequency and her energetic blueprint from someone. I am someone that has depression to, I am someone that is deeply connected to my soul codes and allows them to shine through me in service to humanity. I consciously created this life. And if you've been with me for a while, you know that I always say I could not have manifested the life I have, but I did consciously create it. I consciously created it through soul manifestation, not ego manifestation. I consciously created it by choosing my identity, choosing who I am, choosing what my personality is and allowing human design to be kind of like, it, <laughs> it reminds me of if you go bowling, I haven't been bowling probably 10, 15 years, but if you go bowling, there's like the bumper lanes, human designs, like those bumper lanes when you go bowling. It doesn't fucking bowl for you. They don't bowl for you. It doesn't give you a strike for you, right? You still have to like, I don't even know the terms for bowling. So bear with me here, but you have to be able to like hit this perfect spot to get that strike. Still, you still have to be aligned. You still have to be on point to get that strike. But if you know, you fumble and you scrape your knees and you fall those bumper lanes are there to get you back on track. And that's what human design is. It's not meant to be a box. 
it's not meant to give you a step-by-step -step framework because it never will. It's an experiment. It's those bumper lanes when you go bowling, but it's still up to you to set up properly and go for the strike. All right. I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you did, it would mean a lot to me. You know, I put a lot of energy into these. I'm bringing you mini trainings within the podcast. It would mean a lot to me if you recommended this to a friend, if you shared this with a friend or shared this on Instagram and gave me a tag at for the sacred rebel. All right. I love you guys and we will hang out soon. Can't wait to hear the shifts that happened. Bye. Mwah.